views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everybody. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. We got a great show for you guys today. I am so totally thrilled, totally thrilled. Uh, Thanks for tuning us in, turning us on right here on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show. I am so thrilled to be introducing you to someone that's got a passion and a purpose for taking a very powerful message out into the world, and we will do that in a minute. But first, let's say hi to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. What up, Pat? How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, getting a little (laughs) teaser about the weather, getting a little teaser about spring coming. Yeah, well, you know, Punxsutawney Phil saw his uh, shadow, so, you know, spring's (laughs) early. That's basically how we have to plan things, right? That's how we're going to roll with it. It's Groundhog Way. Yeah, Groundhog Mm -hmm. Way. Yep, all of the above. But, you know, part of this for years, this day has, you know, meant certain things for so many people. And, you know, we're looking at stepping into a year that is filled with expansive energy, just absolutely absorbing like a like a giant cosmic sponge, just absorbing, you know, any of the negativity that we've been carrying forward in the past couple of years, just sucking it up there, giant cosmic sponge. And, you know, moving it on. And today's show is about that, too. You know, it's thinking about where are we in our lives? What does it mean? What does coming clean mean? And how does it take on new meaning? Catherine Moss joining me here today. Somebody that has got a passion and a purpose. You know, grew up really not understanding the world around her or her place in it, as so many of us. So many of us grew up like that, you know, sad, maybe angry, maybe confused, didn't really know why, didn't understand why. But, you know, this idea of not feeling connected and couldn't see the whole picture of things is something that someone like she and I, someone like, you know, we've gone through that. And many of you I know have as well. You know, it's this journey that we get to go on, not understanding what goes on around us as we're children. You know, what is the level of abuse that could happen in a family, whether it's food, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, it doesn't matter. There's a level of that that happens. And many of you have heard me talk about my own personal journey, my mom, what my mom struggled with. But the question really is, how does that actually affect us? And then what do we do with that? You know, what do we do with ourselves? How do we then come through out the other end 
after years of hiding, after years of kind of lying to ourselves, how do we come out the other end? Well, if you're Catherine, you make a promise to live your life completely transparently, to be totally authentic, you know, to feel, to be present in her body, in her emotional field, regardless of what's going on in the outside world. And discovering yoga and how this has allowed her and enabled her and empowered her to feel grounded in her body. It's just beautiful when we get to think about that and we get to understand that each and every one of us has an opportunity to fully express who we are. For her, that is a form of expression. Today, I get to share with you the launch of Coming Clean Radio hosting her own show on Transformation Talk Radio, The Art of Transparency with Catherine Moss. Now, look, we're going to give you the time. We're going to give you the date of that on Transformation Talk Radio. But today, I'm so honored to have all of you meet Catherine, her passion, her purpose, and what her mission is. Catherine, it's great to have you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah. Does that feel a little surreal to have somebody kind of like <laughs> about you like that? It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, but here you are. You said yes to taking your journey and your story out into the world. Um, what is it for you that you've discovered? What kind of challenges? What did you have to overcome so that you can be here today with us? Well, yeah. Um, so I have a past of addiction. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, or um, I, yeah, I would say an addict. I'm an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with this idea of transparency, I spent years lying to myself and not seeing what was really there. So, yeah. after I came clean and got sober, I made a promise to myself that I didn't want to live that way anymore that I wanted to live completely transparently. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, for me personally, it's so freeing and it's so liberating to just be who I am all the time. And not when I was living in this very um, alcoholic way, I was never one person to two people. Um, it was true. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm in the recovery now, um, you know, working through the steps. Um, But yeah, I come from a background of addiction um, from basically, uh, you know, I I think my addictive behaviors started very young as a child. My first addiction was food. And so I started with, um, you know, some, yeah, some eating disorder behavior and it jumped to alcohol, you know, really, really soon. And I think a lot of women that I've spoken to can agree that yeah. it's always kind of some, some type of, um, you know, when, when alcohol's involved, so is food. Um, but I was a blackout drinker. Yeah. Um, ever since the very first time I ever picked up alcohol when I was 14 years old, I it was blackout drinking and, um, with food, with both of them, I used them. I didn't feel like you said, I didn't feel safe. I felt afraid. I was confused. And when I ate, even as a small child, I right. felt that, that I felt good. I felt happy. I felt safe and uncared for. And I, it was like, I like this feeling. And so um, as I grew older, it jumped to alcohol. And I liked the way that, 
you know, that like feeling it gave me. I felt protected. I felt, you know, powerful. I felt, um, you know, funny and charming and I felt I could socialize really well. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. That you, you, you go there because it's like, oh, this, I love this feeling it's giving me. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it, it was like an act of addiction for about yeah. 10 years. I wasn't very functional and, yeah. um, I just finally, you know, it, it was a solution until it was a problem. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and it really it was just something I felt like. There, I remember there was a point where I was, I, I, I realized, okay, maybe this is a problem, and I consciously I tried to stop, but then at that point I couldn't, and that was the first time that I was really yeah. afraid. I, I, I knew that I, I was in over my head, and that's. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> well, one of the things that well, I think we're all becoming aware of right now is the idea that there are levels of addiction that are just not being talked about openly. You know, and mm -hmm. let's just talk about something that we're seeing all over the planet right now, uh, at least in the United States, North America. We're seeing, you know, the level of uh, overeating as an addiction. And, mm -hmm. you know, I saw that in my sister as a way, you know, to, to numb herself, so to speak. I mean, clearly alcohol was part of her journey and she literally passed away on a hospital floor at 450 pounds. And, you know, so when, when we get to that place, that level of addiction, and we can't even see it, right? This is what we're talking about. It will truly kill us. I mean, it's fascinating to see how it's showing up now, right, Catherine? It used to be we would pinpoint and use the word addiction, usually around drugs, usually to a certain kind of drug. And now the conversation is broadening, broadening, broadening. And the common thing about an addiction is that we're in a world now where if the addiction becomes the norm, then we start to change the way that we look at normal. And I'm mm -hmm. saying, I, I, I mean, I, it, becoming a part of an addiction is the new normal. And that is the craziest thing that I have ever seen, really. Mm -hmm. right? And I think, yeah, and I think that addiction can also be described really generally. I heard someone say that um, it's anything that, kind of gives you a negative it doesn't do you any good it gives you it brings you a negative mm -hmm. um um reaction or it brings you something negative that you keep doing over and over and over again and you yeah. feel like you can't control it yeah really. absolutely and you know what you ever you know you know watch i mean i've seen it i've seen it in myself i've seen it in my sister i've seen it in my mom who i've talked about on the show um and the in the end you're really looking at death, institutionalization, or mm -hmm. you're looking at something that has kind of just run amok. I mean, you've seen it and I've seen it. You ever go and sit down with a bag, you know, a box of donuts on the table, and you could just tell there are people that will be forthright and say, I'm not able to eat one of them. I'm just going to go in now. I'm going to dig down and deep and I'm just going to like, yeah, I'm just going to, mm -hmm. and you know, let me cut this in half. And by the time they're done, they've eaten six halves, right? <laughs> six halves. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that was how it was. Um, uh -huh. there, with, with alcohol, it was just this, this really like deep hunger and need um, that even as a child with the food, um, 
it, nothing ever really satiated me and just never really could get enough of anything. And it was just really scary feeling. Yeah. Um, I also, I mean, I was going to say something that um, with the, okay, I'm sorry, never mind, go on. <laughs> well, you know, with what we're talking about here today, what we want people to know is that there's an approach and there's, an, there's a way we come out in the world and we talk about these things. And so uh, we're going to take a short break and we come back. What does this mean when we say we have no choice? We don't have a choice. Do we get a sense of powerlessness? And how about that sense of helplessness? And the age-old conversation about addiction is uh, mostly men. But where are we in the world right now today with women and addiction? That's what Catherine Moss is doing. Coming Clean Radio. Uh, We're going to tell you lots about that. What's coming to you each and every I mean, this is just exciting to know that we're going to have truth and conversations that can help you change your life. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back with the show. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Join the Pacific Northwest EFT Tappers at the 6th Annual Tappers Gathering March 19th at Bastyr University in Seattle. You will learn EFT applications, forge a strong community, and share healing stories. The event raises money and awareness for EFT tapping scientific research. Net proceeds go to our 501c3 nonprofit to further prove the efficacy of EFT. Bring your cards and information for a fun and inspiring day of networking. Visit nwtappersgathering.com or call 360-661-6877. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. A morning filled with dynamic, inspirational music, spirituality, and uplifting messages by T.J. Woodward. Come and connect with community conversations and awaken your senses. Awakened Living Sundays with T.J. Woodward. Join T.J. every Sunday in the San Francisco Bay Area Chapel at Fort Mason and live streaming online 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Pacific Time. To learn more and access the live stream, visit www.awakenedlivingsf.org. Awaken to your radiant, authentic self. For over 15 years, Soul Purpose Advocate Nancy Monson has been focused on leading change in the lives of those looking to live their true purpose. She is devoted to supporting people and living a soul-directed life every day. Let Nancy help you overcome fear, worry, and doubt. Visit EverydaySpirituality.com to learn how Nancy can be your Soul Purpose Advocate. 
The doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we first met, I never felt something so strong. You were like my lover and my best friend. All wrapped in one with a ribbon on it and all of a Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's so great to, you know, have Catherine joining us here today. I just want to make everybody aware of her fabulous new show coming out, uh, Coming Clean Radio. And for those of you out there, you know, you're going to hear lots more about it. We're going to tell you lots more about it. But, you know, just mark down your calendar, right? Uh, Coming Clean Radio, The Art of Transparency with Catherine Moss. Tune in Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Uh, we've got lots and lots uh, that uh, Catherine is going to share and interviews, conversations, and talking about what does a journey really mean to us? You know, what is this deal with coming clean? And by the way, if you're thinking, wait a minute, coming clean, I'm not really an addict. I'm not really an alcoholic. I'm not really this. I'm not really that. You know, this is a show about truth and honesty. And it starts with us and spirituality. So this is really where all of us, we got to clean out, Catherine, right? I don't know about you, but I went through a physical cleaning out of closets and everything here in the house you know, over these past four months, Linda was here visiting. We went in the closets, we cleaned them out. You know, we went in the cupboards, we cleaned them out. We organized the bookshelves. I, I even cleaned the rugs. And so metaphorically, wow. this is what we're talking about. We, we can get fired up and do it in our outer world, but what does it take to do it in our inner world? Where are the choice? Where, where do we have choice? So where do we not, you know, in, in the realm of powerlessness? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I think that when you don't have any choices, when you feel like you have no choices, you feel power, powerless. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, you know, go, stemming into my own story, um, as, when I was younger, I allowed, I didn't really choose the relationships I was in. I didn't choose the jobs that I wanted. I didn't. I felt like I didn't create my own story of who I was. I learned what people expected me to be at a young age, and I didn't create that for myself. Mm -hmm. um, so I took what was offered, you know, and I wasn't making choices or dreaming up what my life could be. You know, I was taking anything that was being given to me, and that's there's no power in that. So yeah. and on this show, we're going to be like helping, like we're going to be ridding ourselves of everything that's like covering up and like weighing you down to realize, you know, your true nature, your truth. And yes, connecting with that and creating a new story for ourselves yeah. of who we, who we really are, you know, and, and sometimes who we really are isn't even an easy question to ask ourselves. Like, who am I? Oh, well, I'm American. I'm female. I'm a runner. That's not really who we are, is it? No. No, no. But you know what? It's so fascinating because for me, for a really long time, you know, I worked in the telephone system and we used to joke about that here. You know, we used to, you know, joke about the fact that all of us had these bell-shaped heads because at one point in time, 
there was a company called Bell Telephone. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, we did. We walked around. We had T-shirts. We played softball together. You know, we did so many things together. Our identity de- was, was just tied up in that. When we're talking about an addiction, though, and let's re- be really clear here, we're not just talking drugs and alcohol. This is so much more uh, layered than that in the world we live in. You know, I don't know about you, but I watch people sometimes sitting in a room with me and they cannot even put down their cell phones, cannot mm-hmm. even put down the cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that is a very, I'd say, up-and-coming addiction, <laughs> like the technology addiction. Like, do you wake up with your phone next to you? Do you sleep with your phone in your bed? Or before oh. you tell your spouse you love them, do you already check your check your email or something? That's also an addiction. I mean, they're all types of addictions, you know? And yeah, I think that a lot of times, even if we're 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 talking about maybe drugs, alcohol, other types of mm-hmm. addictions, it always comes down to dis-ease. Yeah. Are you feeling it's like unease in yourself, in your body or your inner landscape? If, yeah. if that, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling just uncomfortable, um, I think that what we're talking about here is really the same thing. And it doesn't matter if you have like a hardcore addiction, like something, you know, like we were sp- talking about. This yeah, is really universal. Alcohol, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a universal feeling. Yeah, it is. And then, you know, part of this, though, is looking at this feeling of powerlessness. Can you talk about that? What was that like in your own journey, that feeling of powerlessness? Because I I don't know about you, but I I would venture to say that folks that are in an addiction, uh, and I watched this, man. I watched it with my sister. It was hard to watch. You know, if you are in it, you're the last person to see, don't you think? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, do, you think, do you think that when you're in it and you can't see it, do you have a sense of powerlessness or are you so involved in your addiction that you really can't see anything else? How does that play out? I was a slave to I think I think a lot of people when you're when you're when you're in the heart of addiction, I think that you become almost like a slave to your, you know, you're like praising whatever it is that you're like addicted to. And mm-hmm. in my case, it was alcohol at the time. Um, I I felt completely powerless, especially, well, there was a long time when, and I think a lot of people can um, relate to this, that I, maybe I knew that I was like drinking too much perhaps, but I always thought that I could control it if I wanted to, but I was having fun until I was the only one left at the party. And when I tried for the first time, I'm like, okay, something's wrong here. I need to you know, buckle down and need to get this under control. I could not. And so that completely being out of control and wanting to stop, but feeling I had to, I felt the need, you know, there's an emotional addiction and there's also physical addiction as well. So I felt like even though I wanted to, I couldn't stop. I felt um, completely powerless. And it's like that analogy of, you know, in the beginning you're, you know, riding in a car and it's really fun. And but then you realize you're not driving anymore and you can't even stop. So you're really, there's no freedom in it. You're not choosing, it's choosing you. And from something that was first fun has turned into something, you know, like a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun and a nightmare. 
fun and death. And yeah. you know, I I I I I can remember this as as if it were yesterday. I think Linda and I were chatting about it. You know, my sister, I absolutely had come full circle with my sister. There wasn't Catherine. I, there wasn't a more loving person on the planet. When my sister passed away, right? Uh, she lived in Yonkers. When my sister passed away, the, there were so many people to her service, right? Her memorial service. That mm-hmm. this is in Yonkers, New York, right? The lines of people went blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks for hours, right? And most people would not know or think about, you know, this amazing individual and what her pain or suffering would look like, right? Because she was happy. She, you know, she had a great sense of humor, but she was 450 pounds, you see? So mm-hmm. on the surface, we carry that, don't we? And people don't really get what's going on on the inside. So how did you, I mean, you must be just like the rest of us. You carry, you, you carry yeah. yourself pretty well out in public, but on the inside, are you dying? Yeah, it's, it, you're like functional. You're completely huh. functional. I didn't, you know, when I was drinking, um, I never lost a job. I mean, it affected my, it affected my work a while, and I kept it together. Um, I was arrested but you know, not too many times. <laughs> um, oh, you know, did I you say that. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, no but, but all I these things that you know, I wasn't I the guy it. living under the bridge. You know, uh-huh. I wasn't. It's like all this stuff. I, I never drank in the morning, so I mean, that would be really bad. So I always, I think a lot of alcoholics can agree with me that we find these ways of saying, "Well, I wasn't that bad." So, and I also, I still m- maintained my friendships. People thought I was still normal. So I had a way of keeping everything together and seeming perfect on the outside. But now yeah. what I realize is that when, I, when someone seems like they're really keeping it together and they're perfect, the more perfect they look, the more they're probably falling apart. Yeah. I mean, not all the time, but of course. Oh, I know. Course. But, you know, look here. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about women in addiction. But, you know, why is it? That if a guy like Channing Tatum comes out and says, and he has done this, this is him, calls himself a high-functioning alcoholic, we put him in a magazine of GQ. Mm -hmm. But how about a woman? You know, what happens if that is somebody that comes out as a woman and does that? Are there differences in levels of acceptability between men and women in society what we're able to put up with for each, and how does it affect us differently. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back with Catherine. Radio. Find Your Shine with Kelly is the show that celebrates what makes you, you. Join co-hosts Kelly Wadler and Dr. Pat Basili as they break down how to brilliantly fuel and move your body and love what makes you shine. Kelly is a professional arts and wellness coach dedicated to helping brilliant women find their confidence, energy, self-love, and shine. Tune in to Shine On Radio with Kelly and find your shine on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio and and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. Francine Vale is a being of light. She believes that all people of planet Earth are as well. As co-host of the Angel Healer Radio Show, Francine teaches you heart-centered ways to manifest healing on your own behalf and how to integrate love more fully into your daily life. Connect with your angels as you find your life flowing with ease and harmony. Walk the path of light with Francine and Dr. Pat Basili every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. What are vibes? We often use this word, but did you know vibes can actually be useful and help solve our everyday challenges? Embark on an exciting learning journey with Caitlin Keat, 11-time Visionary Award winner, specialist in vibrational energy, and the creator of Vibes Up. Join Caitlin as she takes you through the world of vibrational therapy and energy healing with natural solutions for a modern world. Visit VibesUp.com to learn more today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So great to have Catherine joining me here today. Coming clean radio with Catherine Moss. We're very excited about her upcoming show. Uh, fabulous, fabulous conversation. What does it mean, though, when you're thinking about this? What, do you, what does it mean, the art of transparency? And, you know, there, this is what the show's about. She's going to be interviewing people, having conversations, you know, talking about addiction, depression, you know, cause and effect. In, in, in essence, but a cause and effect, you know, that is based on a spiritual malady and, by the way, kills people. 
So what is it that she's passionate about? Well, passionate about sharing information and, and, and helping folks become empowered to know that they can, that this is not just for a handful of people. But how do we talk about what our journey's like or how do we go through voices of others to talk about depression? And I will say this, Catherine, it's great to have you here and talk about this. You know, I want to make sure folks can find out more about you. So for those of you out there, it's really easy to do. You can go to comingcleanradio.com, comingcleanradio.com, and you're going to get a lot more information about the shows and and why Catherine is so passionate about this. Um, You know, look, men, women, it's all the same. It's all about, you know, addiction. Or is it? I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I think like, <laughs> <laughs> I think with women, um, I come from a family of females in, with addiction issues. And um, I think there's a lot of shame and guilt involved. And mm-hmm. I think that naturally women want to be seen as perfect and men want to be strong. You know, we don't want to be seen as imperfect as women. So um, with that, when I got um, sober, it I did it in secret, mm-hmm. meaning I didn't tell anyone, even uh-huh. my closest friends, because I didn't want to seem like I didn't want to be um, criticized or talked about behind my back, yeah. um, like some like someone who d- couldn't keep it together. Um, so I guess it's more of like kind of a taboo and it, I just felt like it wasn't something that I could really talk about with anyone, especially since I, all of my friends were heavy drinkers. Um, and something that I've talked about with my sponsor and other women that whenever there is alcohol involved, there's always normally like a food addiction as well. So it's, it's like a double It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to make a blank a blanket statement or tell anyone tell everybody that that's the way it is, but that's what I see is that it's kind of a control thing. It was a control thing for me, um, and also like with the taboo, for example, it's not it wasn't easy for me to in, in initially talk to people about this. And, you know, my default is to I, I don't want to. Um, show really like the deepest parts of myself that aren't really that pretty. Um, It's not easy being transparent, but I think it's, we need to be truthful. We need to, when we share our truth, like I said before, it's really powerful. And then we can all just get, we can overcome this, this taboo about women um, in drinking and um, in the public eye, like you said, um, there have been many men Oh, it, you know, functional alcoholic. Okay. Well, it's cool. It's cool now. Oh, you know, who who did you say? Um, yeah. um, What was his name? Robert Downey Jr. Made him sexier. (laughs) Um, however, there have been very few women to, to, to be in that limelight and not be criticized. Yeah. Well, here, let's talk about this for a minute, because, you know, many people don't know this. You know, it's all of a sudden now we're looking at this in a a much bigger way. And one of the things you said earlier, I want to jump back to, if we could, Mm -hmm. the world of addiction has even gotten broader. Now, Oprah is one of the first people that came out and basically said, I think she did it in like 1995, an episode of her show. 
And, you know, talking about, you, you know, a prior drug use, she came on. She said, yeah, crack cocaine. I was struggling with that in my 20s. But then she went on to talk about something interesting, Catherine. And I think this is where your show is really going to, you know, you know explode on the multiple layers of this. She said, you know, I think it was more about the relationship I was in. Now, that's a whole new layer of addiction now. If you want to talk about women and where things are starting to fall apart here for them, it is this idea of addictive behavior in relationships and that dynamic between the narcissist and the co- I mean, this is really now a world where you are saying, I'm not going to be silent about this. We've got to start to peel the onion back. Mm-hmm. You, I, I like with codependency. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I mean codependency really is um, looking outside yourself mm-hmm. to get the feeling, those feelings of you know having a, a healthy inner landscape. You're looking outside yourself for like love and acceptance and everything. So it could be also you know in relationships. And I definitely know that um, I was have been searching. Um, always in relationships ever since I was, you know, young enough to date, I guess. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, so I was looking for what, instead of looking, being internally referenced, I was externally referenced and trying to um, base myself on the relationship that I was in with the man, um, you know, that I was dating at the time. Yeah. And it's definitely... You know, but what you're talking about, though, right, if we can just come clean here for a minute is the idea of being able to talk about the decisions we've made and share our stories, but not, not be our stories. There's something you talk about where you say we are not our stories. But boy, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, we really think we are our stories, whether it's me talking about the fact that my mother was an addict and an alcoholic and killed herself when I was six. That could become the story of my life, which is going to hold me back and give me pain, or I can figure out that that story is not working for me in that way and go get some help, right? So what do you mean when you say we are not our stories? Because we love our stories, Catherine. We love (laughs) that story. Yeah, I think that we get caught up in the circle of our story. And in you, like you said, we let it identify us. Um, But it's only, it's only what happened in the past. And it's not who we are today. And like you, I, I have this past, you know, 10 years um, of addiction. And I was in therapy. And for a long time, and maybe other people can relate to this, I was just going over and over and over. And I felt like I was pointing fingers at this person and that person. And I just was kind of rehashing the same old story. And it wasn't going anywhere. You know, and until I was allowed myself to think, okay, well, this is not me. There's something that happened to me. It's over now. And I was able to really like step into a new understanding of who I am, of who I allow myself to be. You know, it's an invitation to invite myself. Okay, like this is not who I am. I can create who I am. Hmm. But that is really kind of a conversation about, you know, empowering conversations. And yet at the same time, you know, we talk about the idea that we separate uh, conversations into uh, you either are or you aren't. And, you know, it's interesting because I was talking with someone, um, oh, it was last week, um, who has struggled with food all her entire life. And we know celebrities like that. 
Karen Carpenter, you know, a little old school, but I will say, you know, one of the first times that we had heard, right, in the public eye, that this is a woman, phenomenal celebrity, you never know it on the outside, struggling with food, and it killed her. Mm -hmm. And it killed her. And even with that happening, Catherine, it took decades and decades and decades and decades to, to really come out in the public and, and have women openly talk about anorexia or other things like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm I mean, that's... not saying we're there either. <laughs> no, definitely. And I think that, it's, again, it's something that's taboo and it needs to be covered away and it's not outwardly spoken about even amongst close maybe even family members or close friends. It's not something that we discuss. And it's something that I struggled with and I've never allowed myself to be transparent and talk about it. And I was, I didn't want to seem, I didn't want to look weak and I didn't want to look, you know, like there was something wrong with me. Wow. You know, Um, so what is the relationship, you know, uh, and this is something that, you know, we started to talk about before, you know, do women, in your opinion, have uh, a harder time? You know, is it, it, is it less of a taboo for men than it is women? Or are we pretty on an equal page here? I mean, we're not all Oprah that we can get out and say, oh, you know, yeah. I, I, I was just having a little struggle, a little crack cocaine right there. I guess if I had my own show, if I was like <laughs> Oprah, maybe it, you have the power to come out. I don't know. But no, I don't. Personally, I don't think that men and women are on the same page at all. And it's like you said, it's it's almost like if if a man's coming out and saying he has a, an addiction um, and being very forthcoming, it can be seen as powerful and respect respected, like good for him, you know, like he, I don't know. And yeah. a woman, I I just don't. I think that a lot of times when a woman is. Um, you know, maybe coming forth with um, an addiction, drugs, alcohol, or what have you, it, they're kind of torn apart yeah. and, and criticized yeah. in the public well, eye. Well, that's what your show is about. I mean, you're going to have these conversations with both men and women mm-hmm. about, you know, what the journey is about. And where do you go from here with that? We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Catherine about what is the change? Where do we go from here? How do we how do we do it? And what are the world of possibilities and her message during this fabulous upcoming show, Coming Clean Radio, Catherine Moss. Take a short break. We'll be right back. There are so many resources out there for meditation. But did you know that Atana's Heart Earth Healing Meditation is available for you for free? Yes, that's right. You can receive this free healing meditation today from Atana Vadili. All you need to do is visit his website, atanamethod.com. That's A-T-A-A-N-A method.com and sign up. You will receive your free meditation instantly. That's atanamethod.com. Get into it for 2016. 
Do you want more prosperity, clarity, energy, and balance in your life? Join Lynn Brown now through March for one of her amazing workshops, each focusing on a key part of living your best life. For more information and to register for one of these amazing workshops, visit lynnbrownevent.com. That's lynnbrownevent.com. And get into it this 2016 with Lynn Brown. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. What if we really didn't have to die to go to heaven? Are you curious about the afterlife or rebirth? The highly anticipated new book from author Dr. Susan Allison, You Don't Have to Die to Go to Heaven, is available now. Find out how to find guidance and healing in the spirit realms. Order the book today and put it on your must-read list for 2016. Visit DrSusanAllison.com to learn more. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub for Empowerment Radio and learn breakthrough solutions to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in the first and third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific to Empowerment Radio with host Dr. Friedemann Schaub on Transformation Talk Radio. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com to learn more. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. The ancient Inca root vegetable maca is world-renowned for its wide array of health benefits. As a family-run company of true maca specialists, the maca team's mission is to provide you with fresh, organic, premium-quality maca powders at a fair price. Amazing. All of the products are always organically grown, fair-traded, GMO-free, fresh, and potent. So don't take my word for it. Experience the life-changing benefits of maca today. Visit themacateam.com. Yeah, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Coming Clean Radio, Catherine Moss. Fabulous show. Going to be starting here in about a month. And, you know, what I love to say about it is that, you know, when each of us has a passion and a purpose and we say yes to really taking a truthful, authentic message out in the world, you know, it is in the spirit of helping others that may be listening, that may not be at a point where they can figure it out for themselves. But even if you are, you know, what is it about the art of transparency? What is it about coming clean that even goes beyond, you know, having an addiction as you think you know that? There is something about what we can do when we face ourselves that is unlike anything else. But now imagine doing it with someone that's going to bring on some fabulous guests and that has a message of compassion. And for those of you listening and you're watching your children or your grandchildren, you know, 
what is it that you don't even know about what you don't even know about this topic when it comes to them? Catherine, it's great to have you here. Um, I know this this is a really a message to help people transform, right? Tell us about the show and what your plan is, what the passion and the purpose is behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Coming Clean is, like I said before, born out of just for a long time living, lying to myself and never sharing my truth. And so I was really, um, really drawn to this idea of being completely transparent and not just about the things that are great about us or, you know, like, oh, I only want people to see 50% or just see this about me or know this about me. I want to be completely transparent and, you know, even those kinds of things like, oh, you know, this is too personal. Nothing is for me. I want to be able to share everything. So it's just, like I said, ridding yourself of everything that's like clouding or like a veil, um, keeping you from living who you truly are, covering you up, weighing you down, things that aren't serving, serving you. So living in a way that's not serving you and allowing you to realize your true nature. Yeah. And so like once, once this fog is lifted and then you able to see this, this and create this vision for a new, a new life, you're not able, it's like, you don't want to go back. You know, you can't right. go back you and you don't want to go back. Go back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Once the cat gets out of the bag, try to catch, try to try, catch that cat and put that cat back in a bag. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, yeah. once you're on a roll, the scariness of taking that first step, you know, gets uh, diminished. But the other thing that I love about what you're talking about is that, you know, your message is to folks, you don't have to do this alone. You don't mm-hmm. have to do this alone. Isn't part of of the journey how much guilt and shame and how well, you know, how well we are at hiding, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like very much so. I, I hid a long time. And... um it's really stepping out to like your full potential and seeing an energy shift yeah. really. And things start connecting. And one of the, the real um, key points in art of transparency is to live on purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and not float like, you know, kind of floating through life before when I was, when I had just come, um, become sober, I wasn't like, I was still living my old life, but I felt like I couldn't fit in the box anymore. You know, like you're starting to step out and you're 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 reaching a um a more a life that's more serving and more on purpose and you find that you can't fit into this box anymore. And yeah. so what I help you do is I help you to expand into that space. Yeah. I mean that's really what we're talking about here too, though, for folks tuning in. It's mm-hmm. whether you are thinking you you know, you're <sighs> If you're like the former or the old Robert Downey Jr., then you certainly know what that looks like. But if you're not really sure of what this means to you, you're going to be bringing on people that will have different insights. It's not all the conversations are not the same. Everybody Mm -hmm. has their unique journey to share. And isn't that the way the show is is going to unfold? through the many voices that addiction really has, you know, in, in captive for sure. Yeah. And I, of course it's called coming clean, the art and transparency. And of course I have a a background of addiction. However, 
it's going to be more universal for anyone who's again feeling that they're looking for something else like they want to live more they want to be more themselves they want to break through and create the life that they want so i'm going to be talking to a lot of different people um you know people who are have um backgrounds in addiction people who have made complete transformation who have gone from you know maybe living um in a way that's not serving them to how they how they really took their lives to where they wanted them to be how they really how they got there and you know all these like amazing everyday people who've had incredible transformation in many different facets of life Right. And, you know, sharing the story that, it, you know, isn't just about this is what my life was like, but sharing the story that takes us on a path to look in the world of unlimited possibilities. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know about you, but I know what my sister's journey was like. And I know today when I look back and I think about that, I, I, it's really clear to me how much pain she was in and unable to talk about it. And this is really the shift in the energy. You know, you can't keep secrets about things that are holding you back. You know, you Mm -hmm. can't keep secrets about, well, wait a minute, what's underneath that addiction? Where's the pain? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think what key word that you just mentioned is the energy shift. Like you're really having a complete, like at a complete shift of energy at a very basic level in yourself mm-hmm. that you that that really catapults you to a different reality hmm. um yeah and then uh, finally just showing up showing up in your showing own life up. Yeah. yeah and learning to practice honesty with yourself and with other people yeah and i'm telling you if you do not think that we are living in a world of multiple generation addictions try to take cell phone away from your 15 year old and see what happens like i don't even want to think about that yeah <laughs> Catherine, thank you so much for today again let folks know the best way they can find out more about you mm-hmm. yeah it's so um on coming clean radio is it coming clean radio.com and also um within the flow.com awesome And for those of you out there, just so you know, a radio show is, uh, you're going to hear more about this. Catherine's going to be back again. Tuesdays, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. And I'm so thrilled. Catherine, thank you so much for today. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) It was a pleasure. Yeah, we're going to have some fun here. We are not finished yet. Uh, So we're going to take a short break, everybody. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, yep, a lifestyle 120 change. (laughs) Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back.
preceding audio was via a Skype call.